When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sandspants Radio. Some teams may take a bye, but we don't. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. This week it's no good, all the games are bad. Fuck you, Tom. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I don't think we can adequately answer the question. You had a bye. My team had a bye. Um, <laughs> how is footy, Sean? It's not great. Um, I went to a game, watched that game. It wasn't a good game. And then I took a leave of absence from everything <laughs> in my life. <laughs> For how long? 24 hours? I, uh, straight after the game, I fired off one email from the How Goods Footy account and then switched my phone off. Um, <laughs> we can confirm that we didn't hear from you until... Late last night. I, I was like spending time with, with family and friends that night anyway. So I was kind of like, I'll just turn the phone off. and Because um, I knew that if I was to look at the, the post-game stuff and the stats and the fan reaction and stuff, I'd just be like sad all night. So I just tried to like, just try to walk it off. Do you know what will make you proud though? What? Because I looked at some of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Robinson. I always owns it. I love him on Twitter. Put a, put a tweet out because yeah. they're going to the Hall of Fame for the Brisbane Lions. And was like, you know, we didn't get the result we wanted today, which sucks. But, you know, it's great to go along here and celebrate some of these great people. And you're like, Robbo, when Mate. did you get fucking responsible, you head-punching oh. weirdo? Did you see his tweet after Collingwood smashed us Easter Thursday? The next morning, he was just like, yeah, we were shithouse last night, but we're just going to, like, keep working hard and try and be better. Oh, bless him. Bless I love his him. big heart. I love him. And his cauliflower is. He's just a trouble magnet. Probably talk about him when we get to the game. If I remember any of it, apart from Cripps just fucking being the best player in the history of AFL. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking That yeah, was really good. Um, so we the last message we got from Sean was yep. at 3.09 Saturday afternoon from the game, which was around half time. Yep. And then we didn't hear from him again until... Was I worried? I feel like I would have been worried. You mentioned the free kicks. All the games I've watched this weekend, the umpiring's been pretty ordinary. Do you see some of the decisions from the one today? Mm. In the, there was one where Gorn and Grundy were wrestling, yeah. and they paid a holding. It's like they're they're both holding one another. Like yeah, that, just just do, reset it then if that's the problem. But yeah. they're both doing it. That happens every week with Ruckman, and all the time, like the two Ruckman look at the umpire and like wait and see, oh, is it mine or is it his? Well, 
Max thought it was his, picked the ball up, and Grundy just stood the mark. Like, it wasn't even he was like, oh, hang on, I've been hard done by here. He was like, yeah, no, nah, cool. Uh, just to answer the question from before, so yeah, uh, 3pm Saturday, last we heard from you, Sunday at 5.10pm was when you replied, and Tom and I had been using the same group message <laughs> continuously <laughs> those whole time. That time. Mm. Um, talking about tennis, talking about cricket. You were worried, Sean. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sean, I need to confess something to you. I didn't do it. I tipped Brisbane, but if friendship didn't exist, I would have backed Carlton. Well, I wouldn't blame you. Do you want to just talk about the Brisbane game first, just while we're here? Yeah, we might Because well. once I've well. gone, once I've opened the door, I yeah, don't yeah. want to have to do it. Yeah, again. exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so Saturday afternoon, the second game of the round. Yep. Carlton had a miraculous comeback and defeated the Brisbane Lions. You were almost forty points up. Yeah, thirty-seven points. If you want to play finals. You can't be 37 points up against the bottom place team who have won one game out of about 10 or 11. Just can't lose those. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Honestly. Could you sense it was going to happen? It was 40 you- to 3. And uh, my brother, we were, we were with a big group. Of my, my, brother, my brother was in the row in front of me and I gave him a pat on the back and said, we could win by 100 points. <laughs> Sean. No, it was that kind of like. Domination, Carlton just because Brisbane absorbed. Carlton came out with you know firing in that first ten minutes, but you know Ben Carlton couldn't really score and just were a bit like good but not good enough. Yeah. And I thought I think we've weathered, uh, weathered the attack. Um, and then Charlie Cameron got to work and all the other boys. And I don't know what the fuck happened. Brisbane didn't look like being threatening at all so after that. Just, just do you know what scores? happened? Because I do. Just on scores, yeah. Carl, it was forty to three, and mm. then I. Checked the scores again, and it was 40, uh, 46, Brisbane, to 40. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Then in Australia, or at least in Melbourne, the phone network I'm on yep. dropped out for two hours. I'm with the same phone network, Ju- du- Joel Dusha. <laughs> I forgot your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know what happened. And then, uh, oh boy. Paddy Cripps happened. Yeah, people predicted this because after he had been put to bed and kissed on the head by... Uh, Dylan Clark last week, <laughs> people like he's going to come out and absolutely fire against Brisbane. And he did. He had 38 touches and kicked four goals. And all four of them in the second half. It's funny too, because like you look at those stats and you go, oh my God, what a game. I didn't think he was really that good in the first quarter. Well, no, he didn't do anything. It, so they had a comparison at halftime. Um, prior to halftime, I think he'd had maybe like 10, t- 12 touches and Neil had had 25. Mm-hmm. After halftime, he'd had... 28 and yeah. Neil had, had six, and he kicked those four goals in the second half. Yeah, actually, at the this things, it's weird. Sometimes you don't realize all the different things that are happening at the game. I didn't realize he'd actually kicked four, I knew that he fucking turned it on. <laughs> it was nearly one of the like best individual games I've ever seen. It was just sad that it had to happen. To, it was the perfect like snowball of bad circumstances. It was Paddy Cripps has been shit house for two weeks and needed to stand up. It yep. was they sacked their coach, and like weirdly, most teams win. The week after sacking the coach, Brisbane a shit house in Melbourne. It was just all these things. Brisbane had this weird thing. So we had the Hall of Fame dinner. I think on the same weekend every season, and yeah. they always schedule us a Melbourne game. So all the Fitzroy fans come out, and then they do the Hall of Fame that night. Brisbane always fucking lose this game. They always rock up to the Hall of Fame that night, having played pretty embarrassingly. It's just fucking annoying. <laughs> Stop putting people in your Hall of Fame. You've already put the one guy you need in the Hall of Fame anyway. The man who led you to the three-peat. So you can just shut it down. Lee Matthews? No, 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 no. Oh, the better one. Yeah. The better player. Think for and 55. Coach. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Not a... Oh, uh, no. No. He's not a better coach. Nah. I'd tip my hat to John O'Brown because he got into the Hall of Fame on Saturday. 
It's one of the only uh, positives. Oh, it hurt too because Brisbane were wearing the um, the old Fitzroy yeah. jumper with the collar and everything looked, looked great. And as soon as the game ended, my brother, who's like a long-suffering Fitzroy fan when he was a kid, just turned to me and said, played like Fitzroy. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, I don't think – I don't think any team could have stopped Patrick Cripps when he started doing what he did. No. Dylan Clark probably could have. Yeah, I think you're right. He's That was just superhuman. However, I think a better team would have beaten Carlton because Carlton smashed Brisbane in the middle. Like the contested ball – was fucking ridiculous, and all the all the disposals and everything. Like they should have probably won by more. Carlton's just not quite good enough yet, and clearly Brisbane aren't either. Like I think if Carlton had come up against a really like a top four quality team, like a Geelong perhaps, yep. uh, they they probably would have played well, but not won. Yep. I mean, you think in any scenario, any team sort of maybe in the top four, if they were forty and three, would yeah. go on to win one hundred and twelve. Absolutely, to should. fifteen. Um, Puts it in perspective, though, because Chris Fagan talked after the game and he was like, we're 7-5. and five. At this point last year, we were 1-11 and 11 or something like that. So he goes- You were Carlton last so year. So he goes, we're, yeah. So he's like, we're a better team, but we're still not a good team. <laughs> but that's that's true. Like Brisbane, yep. like you're not a good team if you if you lose in that manner. So they've got a lot of work to do and, and hopefully they can make finals. I think you will. Yeah, we'll see what happens. No, you will, mate. No, but like- you know, they play like they did on the weekend. They won't deserve no, but to be I there. I don't Even if they get there, they'll get. It'll be like you know, one of those teams that get in and get smashed by eighty points in the first week, and it's like, who wants that? Just keep keep working at it. I think if a team that's done that recently, we don't need to. Can't. We don't need to talk about which teams that could be Essendon. But um, <laughs> so the last two times we've made finals, we've done exactly that. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Two thousand and nine and two thousand and fifteen. Right, my team did it last year. It was fucking gross. It hurts. Um. So yeah, be better. I I, I think Carlton. Right, we'll now not win a game for the rest of the year. Oh, and I think I think there is a very good chance they might win like six games for the year. They'll win another They've couple. got a favourite. Like, they could beat the Doggies. They get the Doggies next they've up. They've already beaten them once. Uh, I think they've got to travel to play Freo. Probably not going to win that. No, imagine um, if they did, though. They play Sydney at the SCG. Before this week, it would have been like a bit of a sniff, but Sydney looked fucking good on the weekend. Uh, there are a couple games. They play Gold Coast in Melbourne. So this could be like the thing that gets their confidence ticking over again and, yeah. you know. New coach, pressure's sort of off a little bit. And, yeah, fucking good. Um, can we talk about the fact that David Teague just looks like an accountant, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he looks like it's Ben big... Folds runs an accountancy firm and then coaches footy on the side. Yeah, he's a big nerdy bean counter. Big nerdy boy. Yeah. Biggest nerd. Mm. I've decided that Reece Shaw, side note, is maybe my favourite coach in the AFL at the moment. I mean, <laughs> sure. His head is so big. <laughs> 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 so many thoughts, so many tactics. Oh, just brewing in there. So much innovation. Mm. <laughs> Do you reckon he thrived playing up there in uh, Queensland? His head's like a fucking tropical fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gary getting church powers. Reese goes, Reese flies north and he's unstoppable. <laughs> Gets tropical. <laughs> <laughs> goes tropo. All right, let's go back to the Friday night game. A oh. game that, Tom, I'm sure you're very excited to talk about. A game you were at. I was at. Yep. A game yep. where Geelong went to the MCG and put to sleep 22 Richmond Tigers and won by 67 points. Boys, I was nervous about this game, even with the outs yeah. that Richmond had, because it's still fucking Richmond. It's still Richmond at the MCG. Much like your experience with almost tipping Carlton, I'd tipped Richmond until the but uh until like the power of friendship kicked in and then I kept tipping Richmond because fuck you Tom, but then with the outs I was like nah, I can't I cannot in good faith 
believe that they'll win. I'm proud of you. Logic won over. Yeah. (laughs) Good boy. Not friendship. (laughs) There's no friendship in footy tips. Except when I don't tip correctly. Yeah, then you're a big fucking dog, mate. Yeah, I know. But I didn't dog. Anyway, um, so I rolled in, was a little bit nervous, uh, went to this game, um, and I was sitting on the edge of the aisle near the sort of barrier that separates where I was sitting with the Richmond members. So when when it's a Richmond home game, they have like a whole bay of the Olympic stand all the way to about the goals at the punt road end. There's a lot of them. They are boisterous. And look, to be honest, some of them fucking dicks. Uh, I'm not going to mince my words. Um, Every club's got them. Every club's got them. Richmond have a lot of them. They have so many of Mm. them. They're very arrogant, but they're also terrible. Did you feed off their arrogance? (laughs) So I did. (laughs) (laughs) It fueled me, Sean. Um, no, so not only are they like just terrible, but they're also like terrible to their own club. So when players, you know, you get frustrated at your, your own players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. get frustrated so quick. Like Dusty will miss a handball and they'll like start bagging Dusty. I'm like, the man won every individual award in football history a, two years ago. Like fucking calm down. Do you think though that Richmond get flashbacks? The moment that something doesn't go right, they're just like, oh no, it's happening again. It um, happens with me for Essendon. In the last fucking 15 years, there's been so many games that we've been winning. We like 35 points up, Tom. And so, like, Essendon will miss a, do a bad kick, a clanger, and then I'm all like, oh no, yep. this is it. This is the end. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. I just, it's bizarre. But they also hate the opposition. Yeah. Um, it's like Gary got booed. Gary's been getting booed all year. They really don't like Paddy Dangerfield. Did, yeah. Gary, did Gary get booed in the second half? No. <laughs> no, but no. that happens, you know no. what I mean? When you when you shut them out on the, in the game, on the scoreboard, they're just kind of like, oh, what's the fucking point of booing? Well, so the issue fuck? was also basically the same thing we witnessed at that Hawthorne game mm. where it started that everyone was booing him early and then as he got a run on, the Geelong cheers for him outweighed the booing yeah, for him. That's good. But yeah, they, they booed. They booed uh, Unless he elbowed someone. then No, nah, didn't, elbow, didn't elbow anybody. Oh, good boy. Well um, done, Gaz. Learned your lesson anybody. through like fucking four. Yeah, he wanted a fucking holiday, guys. Mm, he got it. He got it. Just don't elbow people. No, that's it. That's it. And so look, he didn't. You know what he did do though? Fucking murdered some tigers. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was a huge game uh, because quarter time, yeah, it was twenty one or nineteen to two, and Richmond looked like they were all over us. Like guys like Mitch Duncan were turning it over. Guys like Tom Stewart were turning it over. Selwood was getting crunched. It just did not look like. We were going to get any sort of fluency, um, and then we kicked eleven goals to one in the preceding next, you know, little minute. So yeah, they they didn't score. I think again until they didn't kick a goal again until about midway through the third quarter. In which point we kicked eleven. Who's your favourite team to beat? They, this is up there. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine felt, it's Hawthorne and Richmond. Probably. It felt any of those big teams at the G. Yeah, just because they'd smashed us a couple of times. It, all week I was reading in the papers, Geelong haven't proved himself the MCG yet. I'm like, you dumb fucks. We're 3-0 and from that ground this year, but that's fine. Yeah, who, no have you, who have you played, though? Collingwood. Tick. Beat them. Hawthorne. Big tick. Beat them. Bombers. Beat them. Oh. Lesser tick, but yeah. Tick. But, but, but that's 3-0. 4-0. And, and now we're 4-0. and So, fuck you, everybody. We're real good. Um, no, it was really great to then just come out and just burn the shit out of them with our amazing football. How was Tim Kelly? He was fucking unreal. He was probably second best on ground. Um, I think Danger was best on. Had an awesome game. But he just just was clean in traffic. Kicked. We kicked. There's a passage of play that I think summed up the whole game. We're in, in the third quarter. 
in the space of 40 seconds, we kicked three goals in a row. Mm-hmm. One to Kelly, one to Ablett, and one to Grimeyes. It was just awesome. Hawkers kicked four for the fifth week in a row. Our defense got going. We started smashing him in the Has middle. He four in a row for five weeks. He's kicked four in a row for five weeks. Yeah, he kicked 20 goals in five weeks. That's impressive. That's fucked. I'd love it if he wins the Coleman medal. I want him to because mm. Cameron's slowed down a bit. Fuck Cameron. Yeah. He's, he's a attempted murderer. Yeah, true. Tom Hawkins, he's only a dumb jump puncher who doesn't know how to jump punch properly. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom Hawkins is four off the lead now. Well, he's got a week off, though. Cameron was on – he's on 38 now. I feel 39. like he was on 39. He was on 31 about a month ago. So he slowed right down because, remember, everyone was like, oh, he's going to kick 100. Uh, everyone or just you two? And I was no, like, no, the media. The media were riding the, the 100 train. And mate. I'm an idiot, so I bought into yeah, it. I, I read it in the newspaper and went, no, that Don't trust right. the media. Picked up the Herald Sun. You're like, oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. I believe this. All right, John Ralph, sure. <laughs> uh, but that was a really good result uh, for Geelong to, I guess, just – adjust to Richmond's pressure and overcome it. Big Sav had a fucking huge second quarter. He took about five or six massive marks in that quarter, kicked a couple of goals, including a very nice one in the third quarter from like the pocket. He's on the cusp, Tom. He's on the cusp. He did they didn't he did didn't play the rest of the game after three quarter time. Bit of a tight hamstring. Um, no ice. It was purely precautionary. He'll be fine. We were seventy points up and Chris Scott went, you know what? You Give can have a rest, rest son. He's just gonna do you know? Show some signs for the rest of the season, I think. But well, then, Tom, it, what, come Grand Final day, oh. he's going to fucking win the Norm Smith. Oh yes, imagine that's a shame. They have to split it for the first time ever between Tim Kelly and Sat. It's been a little bit of a Tim Kelly update, actually. Uh, oh, in the last twenty four, forty eight hours, there so. has there we might, has we might get into it sort of in the back end. Later, yeah, so, he, yeah. He look, he played really well. Kicked a nice goal. Two things I want to talk about before we finish up, and move on, or unless you guys want to talk about anything from this is. Uh, Gary Rowan had a pretty quiet game last week. I only kicked one goal this week, but the stuff he did off the ball was awesome, including in the second quarter when we were in front, but not we just hit the lead, I think, and Richmond was still threatening. Um, he just put on a monster chase tackle that resulted in a Hawkins goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, of course, the, the last one I want to talk about is uh, Gary to danger, just like... Poetry in motion. Yeah. That was that was a beautiful moment in footy. Oh, it was. It was you Did know. you see that one, Dusha? Uh I was half watching the game, like I was at a bar that was playing. I feel like I tell this story so many times. Were stories. you at a pub watching the footy, Dusha? <laughs> yeah, I was. Were you drinking beer? I was drinking beer, Sean. Thanks for asking. Do you like beer? I do like beer, Tom. <laughs> it was a great goal. It was very good. The crowd loved it. I loved it. I stood Everyone a lot. loved it. I stood a lot. Actually, the bar I was at had a lot of Richmond supporters, so people <laughs> the game stayed on the whole time. Uh a lot of people not paying attention to it after a bit. Hmm. A lot of Richmond supporters whispering to themselves that they can come back at uh, halftime. Nah. Those whispers have died off at three-quarter time. Their percentage took a hammering. They are the 12th worst percentage in the AFL currently. It's not going to get easy for them either. I love it. Whereas it will for Geelong. Geelong have a re- like, maybe the best run home. Uh, I think there was a- th- I think St. Kilda had a better one apparently. I think we're in the top- Five for like an easy run home. Makes sense because you had the hardest run of the first probably eight weeks. We played, so to this point in the year, we've played every team that played finals last year. Yeah, that's fucking, Gil, come on, mate. It's pretty full on. And we're 11 and 1. 12 and 1. We're 12 and 1. We're 11 and 1. You are 11 and 1. The only danger now is complacency and arrogance, I guess. Which I don't think is going to happen because if we're going to get complacency and arrogance, it would have happened 
in this game against Richmond where they were all over us and we didn't know what to do. Well, historically, Geelong are terrible after a bye. This, again, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the proof. Can we beat Port Adelaide? Where is it? Adelaide, Adelaide Oval. Oval. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, shit. If we stand for something, Sean, we'll beat him by five goals. Far out. Imagine. Chris Scott needs to get on the phone and get some help from sleeper agent Michael Voss. <laughs> Just to, to recruit just him to Geelong. A, just have a two-hour sleeper agent chat. It's like, mate, you good, mate. Nigel's already here. Oh. <laughs> Carousella was here. He's not here anymore, but oh, you liked you him. Know, yep. I think Craig McRae was there at one point. Is yep. that right? Yep, for a little bit. Yep, for a very not for very long. Yeah, that wraps that game up. On to the next game, uh, Brisbane-Carlton. I've just forgotten some things I want to bring up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this was a failure at the selection table, boys. Yeah. Josh Walker. Last week, he didn't get a game against Hawthorne because there wasn't a matchup for him. This week, you're playing fucking Carlton. Got, uh, they got Mackay. They got bloody Kerno. They got, had Mitch McGovern back in. Cruiser rests forward. It was fucking ridiculous. You had Nick Robertson playing on bloody McGovern at certain points of the game. Couldn't, and, and couldn't handle it. Walker, Love you, Robbo, but you couldn't do it, mate. Walker could have played on Cripps when he rested forward because Cripps is about 195 centimetres. Well, no, like Darcy Gardner's perfect for either a t- like he he. Plays on Buddy Franklin and he plays on Dugowie, so he yep. probably could have taken Cripps. But it's like, fuck me, Nick Robertson on McGovern. Yeah. That's where you, that's where the game's lost. Bloody hell. The big O. It kills me, boys, to see the big O in the reserves. Bring him back. He doesn't need a rest. Just fucking play him. And if he needed a rest, he shouldn't be playing in the reserves. That's it. Bloody Ben Keys. Cam Rainer needs to have a rest, I think, too. He's doing nothing. Have you got a buy this week? We got a buy. They all need to freshen up, and then we're back at Marvel Stadium again, again for Kilda, which is dangerous. Can I talk about one more thing before we move on from my game as well? Uh, I just <laughs> want to talk so about we're so back to Friday night. Again. Back to Friday night. Now I, t- I talked about the supporters being very rowdy and being. I didn't like them. Yep. Uh, so I decided to take matters in my own hands, boys. And just, oh, yeah, did, my, yep. the, did the arrogance fuel me, Sean? It fucking did. Anytime Geelong got a shot on goal from a dubious free kick and we kicked that goal, whether it was a 20-metre directly in front, I stood. <laughs> <laughs> That's arrogant. I stood for every peak. goal. And uh, that goal, Tom, so after the uh, the, dr- the great Tigers drought, yes, when they kicked their third goal of the game when they were down by like 10 goals, what did you say? I clapped and said, no, nah, you got to give that a clap. <laughs> 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 that was a decent goal. Uh, but yeah, look, it could have been the worst goal in the world. You I still would have done. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, look, I hope you were clapping behinds as well. I well, would have been. I was. I was like, you know, audibly getting annoyed because so there was two passages of play where um, Stanley got a, kicked a goal from one of those passages of play where Townsend gave away two free kicks in the space of like two seconds with like barely any time from the third quarter, mm-hmm. and he actually got reported for punching Jordan Clark. He got fined. Anyway, they kept showing it on the replay, and these wankers behind me were full on, fucking, you're a pussy, Clark, fucking footy, toughen up, oh, that's nothing, bullshit, Geelong have paid the umpire. I'm like, you're 70 points down. I don't think any money to the umpires can do this. <laughs> but then I was like, so then, you know, recently they kicked the goal, so I stood up, and they started mumbling and complaining, and I just turned to the person I was footy with, and just loud enough for them to hear, I was like, imagine thinking you're a goddamn hero for punching an 18-year-old kid. <laughs> And I left uh, <laughs> three-quarter time, and I didn't see him again. It got very – I got very cold in the fourth quarter um, because all of the people next to me had gone home. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> so should we move on to the other sa- well, the other Saturday day game? Yeah, look, if you want to circle back, so the next game was Brisbane versus Carlton. Um, Another thing you remember, Mitch Robinson got, <laughs> got booed by his old Carlton fans, but not initially. 
It was something that he did that they got on him for the rest of the day. He murdered someone in the great one of the best tackles of the year. Yep. I felt the impact from level three. Whoa. He killed somebody. I need to go back and watch the replay. Far out. People need to start making gifts of Robbo being a, a bloody ram. <laughs> so was it a fair tackle? Yeah, it was play. I think it was play on, or it was like a, you know. Um, ball so why'd they boo a fair tackle? Oh, because the guy got hurt. They just didn't like it. Maybe he gave a free kick. I don't know. It was Robbo, so he probably did. Teams have started to realise that if they give him a few cheap punches, He'll he will swing one at their head up. and then and then <laughs> scream at an umpire. The mouth guard comes out. Sometimes he doesn't even get that far. It's just fucking jumble of words. <laughs> he, gives away, he gives away 50. Oh, there was just one more thing, and then I promise we'll move on. Archie Smith, who might not get another game this year, he and Steph Martin didn't play well together. Big O's got to come back in. Right on the boundary line in front of Chris Fagan, who's on the bench, he knocked a Carlton guy over the line, Yeah, gave away a free kick. I think they kicked a goal from it. But then immediately after that, he was on his way to the interchange, sits down next to Chris Fagan, and the, the vision of it's beautiful. If you can lip read, it's just, you big fuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> just screaming at him, and Archie's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just <laughs> nodding his head, not looking at him. It's great. You big fuck, Archie. Still love you, mate. Next game? Next game. All right, so Metricon Stadium. Oh, the, the home of football. Oh, got tropical. Reshaw got tropical. <laughs> North Melbourne always did a big kill, but then they just took... I don't know if it was just they got tired because they're not used to kicking that many goals or if they were like, whoa. I think I think Gold Coast lifted. Probably had to because they were ordinary. I, uh, I The phone was off by this point, so I didn't know about this game. I did tip Gold Coast, though. I thought they would be I think I did as well. Uh, I yeah. North, guys. Guys. Guys, this Fourth round Melbourne. This round was a massacre for yeah. tipping. <laughs> Fuck me. No I, good. I got this one. I think I got one. Well, we can't check the tips no, yet two, because the no, last- No, we, we can safely check the tips. The, well, Tom, I've been following. There is currently the Melbourne-Collingwood game that is happening now. Melbourne uh, really cooked it. They had a big comeback in the last quarter, but they couldn't kick goals, including missing a behind from 30 metres out, and then Collingwood got a goal back, and then it was just good night, Melbourne. Yeah, we don't respect Melbourne enough, so we've started recording before their game has finished. Guys, here's a stat just while we're talking about Melbourne. They've averaged 58 inside 50s per game this season, which ranks them second in the AFL. Who's number they one? score a goal from just 18% of these inside 50s, ranked 18th. Oh, their forward line is shambolic. I mean, we'll get to them, but we'll talk about the. Uh, we'll go, we'll go talk a about bit north Melbourne. of Melbourne. Yep. North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Uh, fourth Melbourne. Quarter time, it was seven goals, two to one goal, three. Jesus, Gold Coast. They need the buy. They, they, they're tired. Yeah. And you could see that they just got crunched a yeah. lot. I think it was Zeebel's 200th. Is that right? Yep. Played a ripper game. Played a huge game. It was some stat where there's only like three players who've in their 200th game have had as many disposals and kicked at least two goals. Good on him. Like, that's. Phenomenal. He's been a good player. Yeah, he's been okay. In an often bad team. I think I think the thing is that people look at him and assume that he's like a dusty or a danger. And he's just not. I always thought when he was younger that he played a bit like Michael Voss, just because he's he attacked the ball so hard and, and got he gets his arms free and high and gets yeah. the handball off. Guys, I tipped North Melbourne. So did I. Big dog. You're a big fuck. What what, what do you mean big dog? Gold yeah. Coast has never been a team on this show that we've liked. Oh mate, they've had a crack this year though. They were it's not an unreasonable tip to I tip tipped, them against I North Melbourne. Reece Shaw. I thought the pixie dust of the new coach had disappeared, but apparently not. It's not pixie dust, mate. It's neck minute dust, and it's <laughs> that's amazing. They've won three in a row now. Good on them. I hope they play finals. I hope they do too. And I hope it would they be do. a really good story if they did. It would be a great story. Hopefully, just not at the expense of Brisbane. Maybe Freo. 
I hope they play finals and Reese Shaw then is signed on for 10 years just straight up. Oh, I don't think an interim coach has taken over since Bruzy at Sydney. No. Reese could be it, though. Mm. If they keep winning, why would you go elsewhere? <sighs> the players already know him. It's a good point. It just depends how much belief they have in their like football program. Yeah. Chris uh, Brad Scott, sorry, the bad one, apparently had no faith. No. Wait. What? I didn't change my Richmond tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you big dumb fuck. That's what you get. That's what you get. Hey. I mustn't have saved it. Oh, that's funny. I was like, why am I only on one tip so far? Yeah, it's a so far. That's it. Well, two. Two tip Collingwood. Yeah, I tip Wait, are you only on one? I'm on two now. Guys, I think I beat you both. I'm going to have four by the end of this four? round. Four? What? That shows that you're a fucking idiot. Because Geelong? no one would get four this Geelong? round. Uh, that's one. North Melbourne. Oh, I, I'll give you that. Sydney. I backed Sydney as well. Collingwood. Ah, fair enough. Good on you, Tom. Well yeah. done. Well played, mate. And if I had of not had you as a friend, I'd have had five. We'd have had uh, a Carlton. bonus point. No. No, the six. Because I, I wasn't going to tip Adelaide. Ah, oh, Adelaide. Fuck them. Yeah, that was... Oh, boy. What a round. We'll get to that game in a second. What a shit round. Um, this game, though, was fine. It, I feel like holistically... If I take my own bias out of it, where I loved Friday night's game, weren't any good games this week. No. No, I did. Yeah. I mean, unless, again, if you're a Carlton supporter, great game because you finally got a win. Yeah. But I do feel like it's a bit of like Carlton upon the premiership. Like, sort of down, guys. They won. You know. Oh, Tom, you've been, up in, you've been up the top for too long. You don't know how hard Fucking it is. Fucking dizzy. <laughs> when, you're, when you're a bad team for a long time, wins are huge. Yeah, Tom, Tom, remember... Cast your mind back to before you were born when Geelong didn't win fucking 80% of their games. I mean, I was alive and we were no good. Yeah, but you were so young that it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it nah. wouldn't have mattered, mate. Mate, remember my locker that day after Nick Davis kicked fucking Oh, <laughs> when you fucking lost in a semi-final. And then bombed out in the next year. It was terrible. Yeah, and then you won a premiership immediately after. And so, then- you know. Don't, don't, don't be, do that, Tom. Don't yeah. be having to dig at the Carltons of the world. All right. Who have, who have done it tough. Do you know how good it's through felt? no through through a fault. fair amount of fault of their yeah, own, yeah, not but, of know. the fault of the supporters, Tom. Yeah. Well, they choose to back for that team. Um, some people are born into it, mate. Yeah, true. Have, no. some, have some respect for all football fans. That's what I've discovered this weekend, boys. Humility <laughs> and Tom, show some respect for the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. <laughs> Sorry, John Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Former Carlton dead president, uh, John Elliott, who is very much alive. Um, born, whatever, died, not yet. If, if he's anyone, alive, prove it. If anyone, I'll call have... him right now. Hey, John, are you alive? What the fuck do you mean am I alive? Well, that was a good impression. <laughs> Jesus. He's fucking kidding me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, just in case anyone hasn't realised, every single time John Elliott gets brought up on this show, we assume he's dead, but he hasn't died yet. We, Sean, assumes he's dead. <laughs> we know that he's alive. I know that he's I alive. I just could have sworn it happened. <laughs> well, I when I it happens and I'm know. like, hey, Sean, John Elliott died, you're not going to believe it. You're like, no, 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 he's alive. <laughs> Show me proof. <laughs> Show me his body. <laughs> All right, next game. Adelaide Oval. Adelaide, after lying down for fucking 11 rounds, decided to stand up for something in round 12. And they beat GWS. GWS, you had a chance to hold on to second spot on the ladder. Oh, yeah. I, I, I backed the Giants. I think everyone did. Um, they played that ground well. They're a good side. She's where Adelaide now, sixth? Yep. Fifth? Fifth. Because you lost. 
Oh, Brisbane have really opened themselves up. They'll have the bye next week, and if a few other teams win, Brisbane will probably be out of the eight. Essendon is only one game out of the eight. Woo! We Heck. don't deserve to be. <laughs> um, yeah, so currently ladder positions. Yep. Uh, it's a it, Yeah, it's just updated because Collingwood just won by 41 points. I'm happy to report that on a Thursday after it just happened on a Monday. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Geelong, first place, played 12-1-11. Jesus. Decent, Collingwood. Decent start. Played 12-1-9. GWS played 12-1-8. Uh, West Coast the same. Then Adelaide fifth. Have they've won seven? Brisbane have won seven. Richmond have won seven. Then eighth is Port Adelaide, who have won six. Ninth is Fremantle, who have won six. Essendon is tenth, who have won five. And uh, because of the bye, I think that whoever wins out of the Essendon Hawthorne game jumps into the eight. Yeah, huge. It, it's close. It's tight. Reminds me of that fateful day in two thousand and nine, where Hawthorne on the back of a reigning premiership. Uh, came to verse Essendon around 22 and the winner made finals and Essendon won by 20 points after Matthew Lloyd decided to commit a murder on the field. Got the velvet sledgehammer. He charged in from forward, threw an elbow, leapt off his feet, removed a head. He went a full ablet. He he got six weeks though. Jesus. No, do you know what I love about that game was Campbell Brown on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) So he wasn't even on the ground when it happened, but he's pacing on the bench. And you almost think that Lloyd's lucky he didn't get sent off onto, onto the bench immediately. Because if he had have been, Campbell Brown would have killed him. Yes. It would have been a brawl on the sidelines. Yeah. There nearly was. Who do I like more though? Lloyd or Campbell Brown? Matty Lloyd. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I would, have, I would have condoned fans jumping the fence to defend Lloyd. How good would it have been though? Lloyd, like they call Lloyd off and he just steams in and does exactly the same thing to Campbell Brown. <laughs> <laughs> just sledgehammers him. Or, or sidesteps Campbell Brown, takes out the Hawthorne doctor. <laughs> so that then he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> do you know what, though? Imagine that, right? What can they do? Well, ban him for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's, he, he still has to play the Put him in jail. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Does he get arrested or does he get to play? Do they have a send-off rule? They absolute, he absolutely gets arrested. Lee Matthews went to trial. For yeah, no, 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 but no, he, no, play but he out played the out the game. Jesus. Massey's also... Tried to resign, and um, Alan Jeans wouldn't let him. Yeah, yeah fuck. What was, the, what was the incident that got- Geelong. He um, punched Neville, knocked Neville Bruns out. King hit him, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there was a- He was charged with assault, which Taking- I think was later turned over or yeah. something. I, he was charged with assault, and then um, was found that, yeah, it didn't matter. And then missed, missed, I can't remember how many games, came back. I think that was his last year, or maybe played one more no, year. No, it was his last year. Um, yeah. He missed a- whole bunch of games, but he actually, after the incident, was felt such remorse that he immediately tried to resign, mm. and Alan Jeans wouldn't let him, because Alan Jeans was like, nah, that's what I fucking want at my football club. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Adelaide, good. Uh, Tex Walker did stuff when did he, he had to. Did yeah. he do anything? He did, did all right. Do you know who did amazing, though? Who? Boy's back. Oh, Eddie. Eddie Betts. That's the one bit of it I saw, uh, actually. Magic. Same, same fucking pocket, same team. Slightly different way of keeping the ball in. Same result. Yeah, like just how? Imagine being Eddie Betts. Imagine how good it must be to be Eddie Betts. Almost as good as the goal was the uh, the hugs that he he copped from his teammates. Oh, just when he's on his knees, Roy Sloan and Roy just, Sloan just went in. low and tackled him to the ground. <laughs> well, they were they were well and truly home by then. I think it was in the last. I think there was minute. a minute to go. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a huge kick. Yeah. Do you know what I love about Eddie when he kicks a goal from a pocket? And he just turns to his fans and he's like, yeah, this is my house. Yeah. <laughs> this is my house. You're like, yeah, it is, Eddie. 
Fuck yes. That's pretty good. I love him. Next game. There was a bit of a big surprise. Continuing the round of Tipper's Nightmares. Don't think it was. No, I, I picked this a one. Surprise, I don't think so. I backed this one as well. Well, there's one stat that I didn't know going into this, and I probably should have paid attention because it might have ch- changed my tip. But well, the uh, West Coast have never won at the SCG. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that was a factor. I also factored in that Shannon Hearn and Elliot Yo didn't play. Did and you predict the- that Sydney were going to win by 45 points? No, like, honestly, I saw those outs and the, the track record at the SCG and the fact that West Coast haven't really got going and I feel like Sydney are on the upwards a little well, bit, especially since Bud's come back that- in and things have sort of shifted there. That game last week against us, mm. they probably could have won that had they had kicked straight. They had a good crack. They had a very good crack. Um, so, yeah, Dusha, I, I, I backed Sydney to win, yep. but I thought it would have been by maybe two or three goals. And then if you told me that for a huge majority of the game they were going to have three players down on the bench. From half time, pretty much. Fuck yeah. I would have thought, oh, West Coast would probably come back and pinch it. So, but geez, they killed them. Apparently, Florent, Hewitt, and there's one other player mm. didn't get a rest in the second half of the game. Yeah. They just stayed on. Well, Menzel had double cramp at the end. Yeah. And kind of like began to come off and it was like, oh, no, I can't. No. <laughs> Fuck. Menzel. <laughs> and then got like, free in the goal screen. Probably should have. They should have kicked it to him. He might have kicked a goal. He um he came back in as like he was dropped, brought back in, and then he's playing a game where they're down on the bench. He's just come back from a groin injury and he's like, I can't feel the bottom half of my body, but I can't have a rest. <laughs> Not ideal for him. He's um, a beautiful field kick. He's he set up one of Franklin's five goals. That's the other thing. Last week, last week I was like, Oh, watch him, buddy. Guys, don't worry about it. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah. Um I mean, look, buddy kicked five goals for huge. Something that we definitely need to talk about is Papley, who kicked five goals too, but also had 27 touches. Um, or the fact that like Lloyd and Rampy and those guys in the half-back line all had 30-plus. Yeah, wild. Fucking that insane. West Coast. Do you know who my favourite backman is outside of probably... Like Lloyd had 42 touches. Yeah. Outside of the Brisbane backman. Fucking just love watching Alir Alir. Yeah. He's so good. He covers space. His judgment is perfect. Yep. He plays... In I the remember- air. Hearing a commentator say he he reminds him of like a young Tom Harley, yeah. just his ability to close space and go. Actually, this is the option. Actually, it's a mark. It's going to be better. He, he, I, I think he will be. I mean, he needs to win two premierships and be captain, and he'll be better. Well, that you know might take care of itself. Might take care of itself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I. This was insane. But you talk about Menzel's field kicking. Yeah, his field kicking has always been amazing. There's that game last year where we beat Melbourne with the kick after the siren. The guy who got the ball from the wing. To the you know the da- more dangerous position over about five Melbourne players, so we could have a shot to Tui mm. was Menzel, and it was exactly the same kick he did on the weekend to Buddy, where he marked it on the wing. There was no one ahead of him, and he just took off and kicked like a Steve John. It was just it's a beautiful he's, kick. He's a less showboaty than Stevie J. He's kind of like a blue collar Stevie J, <laughs> blue, blue chip Johnson. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Um, did you see Buddy's last goal? Ah, oh, mate, it was incredible. Did you see Horse Longmire and the coaches watching Buddy's last goal? They got around it. They, and they all the get down get low, low. <laughs> to ride at home. Yeah. But the fact that he had to kick it without running out because he couldn't run around. Yeah, I think Jared Healy was special comments and he was like, he's never kicked over the man on the mark ever. No. <laughs> they knew about that after the game. He goes, yeah, look, uh, don't, do, don't do that normally. That was my yeah. first one of those. Uh, it was a beautiful kick. Sometimes the commentary is very up and down, but for that, that call for that goal was really good because they were just – they. They're just pure footy fans. Yep. And like Gary Lyon was in the box too, and they just wanted it to happen. And Huddo's yep. like, he goes for it. He's got it. And they're like, yeah. It was, <laughs> they just fucking loved it. Huddo's actual words were, he's kicked it like a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
What? Um, and then Lance and all his buddies. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Hutto's great. Uh, excited little boy. They all got around it. Mm. I learned something watching this game, boys. What? Never thought it occurred to me because I thought he was just a fucking insane person who climbs goalposts. <laughs> so it was Rampy's 150th. Yeah. Now, Rampy just does weird shit. It seems to just be doing weird shit all the time. Yep. Mm. And there was a story that came up, and we talked about it on this show once about him breaking his arm or leg or something. It was his jaw. It was his jaw? Yep. He tripped over a chain link fence, fence presumably ju- trying to jump over it, and broke his jaw. Tom, what did you find out this week that stopped him from doing? So he was due to play his 100th game that weekend, which came up because it was his 150th this week. Had he have played that game on the weekend, he would have broken the record for the youngest player to reach 100 games like the fastest behind Wayne uh, Schimmerbush, right, for North. But because he tripped and hurt himself going into that weekend, he then didn't play for seven weeks. (laughs) And he dropped from first to seventh. Yep. It's amazing. Big fan. But I will say this. They did like a a series of photo shoots for him for his 150th. Boys, I have a crush on Dane Rampey. All right, mate. Brody Grundy, Dane Rampey. He's a good-looking man. He's got, like, a moustache going on. Too many boyfriends for Tom. Mm. Not enough. <laughs> Has he got glasses too? I don't know. I actually don't know. He might. I've never seen him with glasses because <laughs> he's on the footy field, Sean. Okay. Yeah, might have contacts. Anyway. I, I would fucking hope. Can you imagine trying to play? Sean, can you play footy with glasses? You can't. No, you've got to take them off. And um, do you, wait, Did you wear contacts when you played or did you just, like, not see no, shit? No, back when I played, I didn't have glasses. I haven't had glasses. I got glasses when I was probably 21. Oh. Yeah. I played under 18, so I was fine. Maybe that's why I didn't kick any goals. I couldn't see shit. <laughs> Maybe you thought you were fine. Maybe I thought I was really good. I was like, just that was a good and accurate kick. Oh, no, the other, <laughs> oh, the other team. Fuck. <laughs> if you had have had like contacts, you'd be the next Tony Lockett, I reckon. Mate, I could be fucking playing for uh, Gold Coast right now. <laughs> <laughs> mate, don't name, don't name me there. up in the mini draft. Mate, they could have picked, GWS could have picked you up, and you could have got traded back to Brisbane. Maybe I'll have a crack. Maybe um, how good's footy season three? Sean tries out for the <laughs> mid-season draft. <laughs> Is there an actual thing where you can apply? No, you know, that's, in. that's I'll the, a video. I'll send a video out, a, a bit of a sizzle reel to all the clubs. <laughs> uh, this is a view when you were in the under 12s, you know. No, no now I'll go down to the park and just, just kick a few. Do you want me just like, you can like don't argue me, you know, like yeah. sell some candy and to me. You can be on like the sideline handing me a beer after I've kicked it behind or something like yeah, that. Well yeah, well done, mate. I'll pat you on the back. Yeah. You open the big can at the wrong end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else with Sydney, though, that we should absolutely touch on is something that should have happened about five years ago, also happened on the weekend, where the AFL came out and officially apologized to Adam Goods for the. The fact that they did nothing about his poor treatment, which then led to... His retirement. His retirement. And it was signed by the AFL and all 18 clubs, which is weird because Sydney presumably... Didn't need to sign it. Yep. Sorry, Goodsy, that we We allowed other clubs to be racist while we supported you. (laughs) I don't know. No, it was really... And and, um, the Players Association, so Phil Davis and Dangerfield also made a statement. um, And and, um, Paul Marsh? Paul Marsh? Yeah. I think Um, he's the... He's president a, or not yeah. president? No, he's he's on there though. He's there like yeah. representing their guy. Yep. Um, Eddie Betts has come out and made a statement. It's so it's it's all on the back of these two documentaries that are coming out about Goods's that that period of Goods' life called the yeah. final quarter. And there's another one written by Stan Grant that I can't remember the name. I think of. that's coming out later in the year. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So the final quarter is the one that the that Gil watched. He was interviewed. This is what I thought was amazing. So Gil, Mister Never Back Down, McLaughlin. Forgot his surname for yeah. a second there. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking, so. oh, what's his surname? Big Suit. No, that's what we call him. Gumby. No, that's what we call him. <laughs> um, 
watched the doco, was interviewed and admitted that he had got it wrong when he came out and said that he didn't feel that the booing was racially motivated. Yeah. That's a big, that's a, like, yes, it is, it is fucking five years too late, but. Oh, yeah, I have seen a, a little b- comments where people are like, oh, whatever, too late. But I think you would rather them say it now than not say it at all. And yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that they got it so wrong then. They're admitting that they got it wrong now. So the only thing you think is that if, heaven forbid, mm. something happens in the future, they've learned. They've now sent a precedent. So surely, definitely. surely you're never going to get another good scenario. Yep. It should never have happened. No, no. But, um, but yeah, hopefully them coming out now means that it won't. The first of the Adam Goods docos is currently screening at the Sydney Film Festival and it's going to be screening at Melbourne International Film Festival later in this year. But then I believe it's becoming a free-to-wear thing that they're just going to screen, yep. which yep. means that if you're interested footy fans, how good's footy fans, we'll uh, try and keep an eye on like where it's screening and stuff like that. And so when. Can, and- yeah, because presumably if it goes on a free-to-wear thing, it will probably also then be put on some kind of streaming service. And it sounds like from early reviews that it's absolutely going to be worth the watch. I watched a trailer a couple of days a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's had a bit of a flat day. Watched the trailer. Wasn't uh, wasn't ready for it. No. Uh, I had a big old sook. Yeah, a big cry. It's um it's really it's really full on. Just watching the clips and hearing players talk about it. and like you said before, like Eddie Betts came out and has spoken yeah. about it. Apparently so they've shown it to all eighteen clubs. Yeah, good. Um and each club sort of watched it and players have talked about it. Apparently Burgoyne and Betts separately at their own I don't know if I talked about this before or not, but separately at their own sort of screenings, um, both got quite emotional. And we're kind of like, we didn't do enough to support Adam. And it's like, are you are you fucking kidding me? You guys are going through, like, we didn't do enough to support Adam. Like, yeah. you guys are going through it as well. Like, Eddie Betts had, you know, four or five instances last year. Burgoyne had one this yeah. year. Like, But if if people of their stature are saying they didn't do enough, yeah. then it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's much bigger on everybody else. I was, I was talking to a guy who I work with who's a Sydney supporter, and he yeah. said he's never going to games during that period where Goods was playing. He's yeah. like... It was full on. He said he's never heard it anything like it. Just the the vitriol. Yeah, was insane. So it's good on your Sydney. Fucking knew you'd win. <laughs> Still can't believe I didn't change my tip. Stayed with Richmond. Nah, fuck it. Die by my choices. Fuck yeah. Is that the same thing you say when you eat off meat? <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> I don't eat off meat. I won't stand for this slander. I only eat the finest meats. <laughs> the on meats. And we'll move into the last game of this round, a game that literally just wrapped up where Collingwood defeated Melbourne by 41 points. I'm going to say this. 15-8 to 7-15. I won't be tipping Melbourne for the rest of the year because I've backed them so many times. Uh, in hindsight, it was probably a bad move to back them the week that May and Lever both came back in because I just feel like there's too much. Uh, I feel like they'll be better for next week. They'll, they'll be better for the run. But the issue is not – yeah, and they lost Frost within the first like minute. Yes. But the issue is, and I don't think, down that end because May had a quite a – by all accounts, didn't have a quite a good game. Lever did all right. Yeah, I he, saw May, May drop a few uh, marks. May had 19 touches kicked up behind. Yeah, yeah but he's a full back. If, he, if they're relying on him to kick goals, what my, what I'm getting at is it's they the must other end of the ground. Forward, potentially, though. They might have just, just to try and get something. Yeah. They, oh, okay, well, look at it this way. He took four marks. Yeah, I saw him drop at least four as well. So. What Cox kick? What did Cox kick? Yeah. Oh, I only kicked one goal. There you go. He's but coming he back five from, marks. from a bit of a timeout as well, though. 
Yeah, I Dugowie kicked three, Stevenson kicked three, Hoskin Elliott kicked three. Dugowie kicked a ridiculous goal off the ground. Did you he, see that he, one? Yeah, yeah. Freakish stuff. Stevenson could have had five at quarter time. How do you kick straight? Yeah. He had three misses, one hit like the behind post, and one didn't go the distance. Oh, quarter time. I think they were down by 15 points, Melbourne. They should have been down by six, seven goals. They were deplorable. Well, Collingwood really lifted because there were three goals, five after the first quarter and ended with 15 goals, eight. Yeah. It very much straightened up the kicking. They they could have won that game by so much more. But Melbourne they didn't were kick poor. kick it behind after, quarter time, after half time. Shit, that's pretty good. How many behinds did Melbourne kick after half time? Ten. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they're just bad. And the excuses of like, oh, they've had a lot of players. They're all back. Yeah. Their forward line's putrid. So Melbourne got within 19 points in the last quarter with plenty of time left, and Collingwood hadn't had a scoring shot. Did they go the full Melbourne? Uh, missed a behind from 35 metres. Uh, missed a goal from 35 metres out. Then Collingwood went coast to coast from that. Kicked a goal. Then kicked another goal. Then Melbourne kicked another behind. Then Collingwood kicked another goal. And then they kicked another goal. How about... Um- and then... Max Gorn had a set shot from 15 metres out just before the siren, and he kicked it behind. Of course he did. Um, who won the Gorn-Grundy battle? I'm seeing Gorn 33 hitouts, Grundy 30. But <laughs> Jesus disposals, Gorn 34, Grundy 14. Jesus Christ. Like fantasy points, Gorn 148, Grundy 95. I think Gorn won the... Won the battle there. Yeah, Gorn and Brayshaw had the most dream team points in the game by a quite a or Gorn especially by a mar, like quite a margin. Sounds like Melbourne cooked it for themselves. They definitely yeah, forty one points. Jesus guys. I what is happening? Melbourne. What the fuck are you doing? They're just a bad team. I it just Clayton Oliver. He's under the pump. And he's had thirty three touches again, but just looking at it, he's had seven kicks. Yeah, but he's not getting – like, he's under the bottom of the pack. Yeah, he's firing at the handballs. But when he does get it, I don't even really – I don't rate his disposal going forward either. Yeah, they, they – he's, he's messy. He's he's a classier Mitch Robinson. I saw um, two passages of play that I think summed up the day for Melbourne. Mm. One of them was Jeff Garlett. About start of the second quarter, had mm. a shot 40 out on a slight angle and went for a short pass – had he kicked that, I think they would have been within two two kicks. Yeah. Goes for the short pass when the player that he was short passing it to had started to run back towards the square. Yep. Basically just kicked it straight to Darcy Moore. Collingwood go down, kick a goal. Melbourne's officially cooked for the year. They are. Some people at BT today was still saying, I think they can turn it around. BT gets but paid to say that shit. Three wins, nine losses. They're 16th on the ladder with the second worst percentage in the AFL. And they've, they've, like I said, like that, that's stats talking, like we talking before about Melbourne's inability to kick goals and things. So yeah. against Geelong, we played him like round two or three this year. We've been by like 80 points. Um, all year, Geelong has either, hasn't had a game, a lot of games where they've won the inside 50 count. We've either broken even or we've just lost. Now, when we've lost, it's been like at most by, by 10. So you won by 80 points. We won by 80 points against Melbourne. So normally when you win by 80 points, you've got probably an inside 50 domination. Yeah, they had 30 more inside 50s than us in that game. That is insane. That's we one won of the 80 points. Most insane stats of the year. 
Like, what are they doing? They're, they're ranked second for inside 50s, but 18th for scoring from inside 50s. Fuck, I don't know. It's almost like they had a really good key forward who just helped their structure who they got rid of because they thought, oh, no, McDonald will be fine. As will Sam, I want 600000 a year. Wiedemann will be. Well, they might have a number. They might have a top three draft pick coming. <laughs> That's how bad they're playing. Yeah, it's wild to think that they were a premiership favorite. They were. I had them in top four. Yeah, me too. Like me a too. lock, a lock for top four. I think I often went around saying it's going to be hard to find someone who could beat Melbourne this year. They're playing. They that that their final series. They got pants by West Coast, who were the eventual premiers. Yep. in Western Australia. It's only halfway through the year. It's very early to do this. But let's assume that they uh, this shit house for the rest of the year and have a, a number three draft pick. I reckon they probably don't take a kid. They trade that to someone else. What's like the one thing they need? Which forward? forward. Which forward can they get with number three? Anyone. That's if, what they're going to have to if do. You, I if think. you if you have pick three and there are forwards out of contract who are reasonably good, mm. Jesus fuck! Imagine they end up with like Stringer or something. No, I don't think who so they go funny. for. For like, pick three, they'd. Get better than Stringer. Here's my oh, hit. How about this? 100% How about this? <laughs> Guys. No, no one better. <laughs> Pick three. Yeah. Jezza Cameron. Oh. Pick three is a little low for him, isn't it? They'd have to go. Yeah, they would have to go a bit more, I think. Pick three. Or someone Would he like, want to go there, though? Yeah, because the other thing, too, is they're talking about um, Paddy Ryder not fulfilling the rest of his contract uh, at Port. Yeah. Oh, he, he's the end of his year, whether he'll get another contract or not. Yeah. Take him. Uh, yeah, Port forward. are going to offer him one year and he wants more apparently. If I'm Port, I'd lift that up a little bit because he's important for them. Yeah, yeah, but he's also been injured a lot. The other thing too yeah. is that Charlie Dixon comes back into Port's side. He played in the, in the Sandfall on the weekend, got through. Well, I mean, if Melbourne want to get rid of that pick for a player, I can get them back into the first round because they can have Brisbane's pick and we'll take Brayshaw. Okay. Guarantee you, this is one thing I'll say about Brisbane – I guarantee postseason they will get an A grade midfielder from somewhere. To fill and you won't hear about it until it until happens. it's happening. Yeah, they are. That's like their game plan. But I told you that I remember I told you this last week. The the Kelly contingency, mm. which is that if Geelong can't get Kelly, they're going to go out Cornelio. Yeah, pretty heavily. Yeah, but they're fairly like their plan is no Kelly will be at Geelong next year. <laughs> Don't know about that plan. They've heard about the ladder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they have. Um, yeah. Speaking of letters, no. Before we get to letters or emails, yep. let's look at next week, another shorter round, do our tips. All right, let's go. Uh, also, Colin, would I guess are good. Um, no, I can't say that. No, I yeah, to true. believe it. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, Actually you that, know what? That, they that, beat Melbourne. Who that, cares? They on top of the ladder? No. No. Cool. Um, oh, also, Tom, they did the thing that we've been saying. They Look, the last 10 minutes, they turned it on and kicked like six goals. They did. They looked on from the outset, though. Did they, or was the whole but game? They bad? didn't put it all together against maybe the worst team in the competition. Current, I think. I think, you, I think you guys played them on the weekend. No, but they played extremely well. I haven't seen Melbourne play that well all year. True. So what a, what a top who, who two Melbourne beaten? Carlton? Have they played Carlton? I don't know. I don't think they've beaten. They've been smashed by everybody. But I feel like they oh. Gold Coast, that fucking ridiculous game where they kicked a goal with like oh, they snatched half it. a second to go. They beat Sydney. E, yep, that's right. At that's right. Is that a close one? Uh, 22 points. Mm. Is yeah. Bruce injured? I don't know what's going on with him. And they beat what? Hawthorne at the MCG. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that was Hawthorne, a tight one too, wasn't it? Hawthorne yeah. Are yeah. Confusing. 
Yeah, I don't know with Melbourne. Anyway. So who's playing next week? Next week. All right. The Bombers are back. Bombers are back. And uh, they're playing Hawthorne, but we'll get to that because it's the second game. Do First the Cats game. have a bye? Yes, we have a week off. So do Brisbane. So Adelaide versus Richmond. So just be douche next week in this studio. Yep. Uh, I won't be here next week. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm on holiday for a week, so you'll have someone else presumably just as good, if not better than me. Better. But I'll be watching the footy and paying close attention to it. Thursday night. Thursday night footy's back. Oh, I missed it. Good. Adelaide Oval. Adelaide take on Richmond. I haven't missed it that much. I don't want to watch that crash. Well, Adelaide. 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 Over there. Eddie Betts will do something. Like you. Yeah, Adelaide. Yep. Friday night. Marvel Stadium. Essendon take on Hawthorne. This is huge. At Marvel. Mm -hmm. Juicy. Uh, Essendon. Bombers. Essendon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> did, you just, did you just do a little yes because we both back there, but Bombers no, as well? Just, I just, I'm just happy they're back and because they're going to win. Yeah. Okay. They need to. And, yeah, they'll pop back into the eight. Um, Sheila will be back. We've already lost two coaches. <laughs> Sheila will be back. And I must ask who the second was. <laughs> <laughs> and Mitch Brown is probably back. And Fantasia is, I don't think, back, but he's back soon. It's going to be good. It's all happening. Saturday, Gold Coast take on St. Kilda at Riverway Stadium. Wherever the fuck that is. Who's Sorry, who's playing? Gold Coast and St. Kilda. Riverway Stadium. Yep. Is that Carrara? I think Carrara is just still called Carrara. Is it Cairns? Is that in Cairns? Ah, oh, could be. Fuck, St. Kilda it's, get back from it. playing in Shanghai and have to play in the middle of fucking nowhere again. Uh, so I've just checked. Riverway Stadium is Townsville. Oh, oh. They're going to be tired, boys. Well, had a week good because we get them the week after. I've had a week off. Ah, love it. By all accounts, though, Tom, and we've got an inside scoop that they were shitting their pants. They were. So, yeah. Probably needed that whole week to shit themselves dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we've got to rehydrate and they're going to fucking cans. Oh, Townsville. Man. Humidity. It's going to soak them. Oh. Uh, fuck it. Gold Coast. <sighs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Think- Gold Coast looked like garbage this I- week. I so, think Gold Coast. Sid- uh, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. St. Kilda. Yep. Gold Coast for me. Fremantle take on Port Adelaide at Optus Stadium. I am going to go with Port Adelaide. They've done it before over there. Yep. Week off. They flew through against the... And so here's some potential ins for Port Adelaide this week. Wines. Hartlett. Dixon. Oh, the biggest Charlie. Uh, There's another another key guy who's been out injured. Um, Ebert. Rockcliffe back in. Rockcliffe could come back. Fucking hell. Port Adelaide. Port by eight goals. Frio. Yeah, fair enough. Hate both clubs. Hate both coaches. Don't really care. Marvel Stadium. Carlton take on Western Bulldogs. Carlton. They've done it already. I think Carlton. They've beaten them once this year already. Carlton. Paddy Cripps to kick five. Oof. And have 39 and a half touches. And... He'll win the brown though, because they'll the, the umpires will convene after the game and be like, three votes is not enough, guys. <laughs> We've got to give twenty. This is just we have to do it. <laughs> not even a multiple of three. <laughs> it's like surely you mean like twenty one. No, 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 no. Don't no. be stupid. We're not 20. gonna give him seven times the amount. We'll just give him under. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Sunday, North Melbourne take on GWS. Where? Blundstone Arena. Oh, North. Wait. That's Tassie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. North. That's where I'm going to be. 
Maybe I'll go. Oh, oh, get down there. Mate, go down and get behind some shin bone of spirit. Rub Reese's head for good luck. Oh, I might give it a kiss. <laughs> well, what happens to tropical fruit when they get cold? That's the thing. We're about to find out. Yeah. So will will the Giants come out firing, though, because they got their pants pulled down against the Crows? I think the GWS will win this. I'm going to back North. Fourth, if, fourth Melbourne. If, fourth Melbourne, if, yep. If North Melbourne win this. Finals. Jesus Christ. Reece Shaw. almost be like unheard of. Coach of the year, Reece Shaw, Colin. Oh, oh, shit. Surely if they win this, they sign Reece Shaw for next year. Maybe. No, they- I'll oh, wait. I'll, I'll clearly wait, <laughs> but- Okay. Because well, North don't have an easy run from here because they've got GWS, then they've got Collingwood at Marvel Stadium for some fucked reason. But it's a Collingwood home game. I think the AFL have to give Marvel a couple of big ones every year, isn't it? It's well, a contract thing. Yep. Yeah. Then oh, Marvel Stadium, by the way, just on the outside. You know, they've got things like Thor's Hammer now and all yeah. that sort of thing. They have. Have you seen this? They've got a climbing wall, and it's like a, a Manhattan like skyscraper building type thing, and Spider Man's at the top of it, and they get the kids to do the rock climbing up the thing. It's amazing. Oh, wow. It's incredible. Did you climb it? No, nah, I thought it was a kids thing. I just saw kids doing it. It's never a kid's And thing. also, I was like, nah, too scary. Heights. Yeah, good, yeah. good call. Yeah. Safe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time, Tom. Hi, Jusha. Have you been in house? Yes, we do, Tom. All right, first email, and this is from Amelia, who emailed us last week. And Sean, she has done the maths again. Oh, I love these. Subject, Alistair Lynch math. (laughs) Oh, yes. Beautiful. The inflation. The inflation. Hi, it's me again with more maths. Firstly, I would like to thank you, boys. Dealing with inflation was apparently far more interesting than studying for my actual exams. (laughs) Who cares about thermochemistry when you could be scouring the internet for an AFL deal made in 1994. <laughs> if you fail, we're not sorry. Secondly, I have to apologize. I wasn't able to find the exact figure for the deal for some reason. People are really interested in mentioning the 10-year deal, but not how much it was worth. Lots of articles about how much the deal was rumored to be worth and approximately worth, but with no hard facts. The best result I found to the deal was $1.2 million over five years, which equates to $2,400 
sorry, $240,000 per season. I listened to a short interview with Lynch about the deal, and he said that the deal was that if he plays for Brisbane for five years, then keep him on for another five after that. So I guess that's why it was given as over five years and not the whole 10. 240000 in 1994 was worth $438,100 in 2018 and an average inflation rate of 2.5% in brackets. I don't know what that means. Please don't ask me. <laughs> this is fucking intense. If we put Bevo on a 10-year deal, if you remember last week, we we're going to give Bevo the same deal that Alistair Lynch got given. Mm-hmm. That's $4.38 million for the first 10 years or $22 million for five years compared to Lynch's $1.2 million. Now, I don't know if you boys were too wrapped up in your roast trilogy <laughs> from last week. Congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. We are, always. That isn't that good of a deal. You want to give Bevo $2.2 million for five years when Alistair Clarkson's deal for 2017 to 19 is $1.3 million per year. Fucking hell, Clarko. That's a lot of money. I've, I've become confused in the numbers, though. That's current day figures, isn't no, it? No, okay. So, Or is that... The inflation level, is that, uh, oh, the numbers, Tom. I don't know how numbers work. <laughs> She's answering two questions that we posed. One was an offhanded question. One was a direct question. Yeah. The direct question was how much is, is Alistair Lynch's deal still crazy in like modern times? And is the, the answer, answer yes? The answer is no. Oh. I would debate that though, because I think. Well, no, we've got the math, Sean. No, no, but the math, could, can't be, debate the math. math could be wrong, Tom. Math is not wrong. There could be one number in the wrong column or something like and that. And here's wrong. what I want to say though. Two plus two is never six. No, but to get an accurate thing, I think you have to take another high paid player no, from we, that era. Okay, look, the. Let me finish. Have email. I jumped ahead? You've jumped ahead a little bit. All right. Sorry, Amelia. So look, you proved you dickhead. Amelia. Sorry. This is why we outsource. <laughs> Amelia answers the, because we threatened to get, well, not threat. Well, you know, it was a threat to give Bevo that money. <laughs> so Bevo would be on 2.2 million for five years because that is what the equivalent of Alistair Lynch was getting paid. Okay. So 2.2 million for five years, which is not that much. Yep. Yep. Because Alex Clarkson gets 1.3 million per year. Okay, so that's 3.9 million over three years. Yes, thanks, Tom. Good work, Tom. I can math, Amelia. <laughs> now, what makes the Lynch deal interesting is the fact that he was the only footy player earning over 200,000 in 1994, plus the fact that Bears weren't a super rich club, so maybe that's why it was such a huge deal. From Amelia, there you go. That's. The point That's I the was, context you I wanted. was trying to, yeah, yeah. He was the highest paid. You were yelling and you weren't saying many words, but Amelia yeah. got it out in about a sentence. Because I'm an idiot and she's clearly very intelligent. She's very good, Amelia. She did she's... just mention she's studying thermochemistry. Thermo yeah. something. Look, we I didn't even know, know there was more than one chemistry. I don't know what that is. I probably, I think I failed science. Isn't there just one chemistry? Yeah, it's just hot chemistry. It's fine. I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's different kinds. Or is that the chemistry of thermoses? Just know, keeping Tom, super warm. Yeah. But... Huge respect to the amount of um, work that's going yeah, If you that. fail, just looking at an Alistair Lynch interview and going through everything, far out. That's that's, that's better. I'm I'm very impressed by that. Because again, and if she does fail her thermo nuclear class, worth it, worth it, yeah, absolutely worth it. Yeah, just show them this. <laughs> Not this show. Your workings for this show. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, don't, don't show, show them, them this. You'll <laughs> fail even more. Imagine getting a degree for. Working out the inflation of Alistair Lynch's contract from 1994. People do it. It's called finance. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Amelia, you can do all of our taxes, I think. Yep. All right. Uh, we got another email from Jacob, and this captures the spirit of how good's footy. Sean, there's a bit that you're not really going to like, but he doesn't go after you, so. Which Jacob? Jacob Harvey. Okay. Hey, boys. <clears throat> 
How fucking good is it when a player you've been waiting for debuts and kicks a goal in his first game? Pat Nash is a freaking gun. <laughs> Glad he said fuck and frick in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Even if Richmond lost, and I was very disappointed in my boys. You should in, have been. In brackets. Ooh. Well, he predicted that. Fuck you, Tom. Stop <laughs> winning. Although Geelong is fine every other week, I guess. <laughs> I just got back from the Brisbane-Carlton match. Oh. Sorry, Carno. Thanks, buddy. It was really exciting to see Carlton play that way. The Blues are my second team, my father, and the minute they ran out, you could see them walking with intent. <laughs> my question is, is there a player who are waiting for to debut or excited to finally debut? And is Carlton on a better path for, for the year now? Thanks, Jake. P.S. How good's footy? So freaking good. <laughs> um, it's a freaking good email. I've got a player that I am ready to debut who's already debuted. Okay. Cock two. Yes. It's basically a debut at this point. Well, it doesn't really count. What was the last game he played? uh, Round three last year. And in that time, he's only played like probably 10 games. Jesus. Yeah. I just, it's been long enough that it's almost a debut again. The other one I will say though, Oscar Brownless. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Son of Billy, get him in. Yeah. Don't get him in at the moment. Team's fine actually. But when he's ready. Give him the captaincy. Yeah. Make him captain now. (laughs) But but keep him in the twos. Uh, Brisbane's first pick last year, Eli Smith. I'm looking forward to seeing him play because he was the the Dame Beams trade. So every time he touches the ball and produces magic, I will heal a little bit. (laughs) And I look forward to that. And uh, Irving Mosquito for me, for oh, obvious oh. reasons. He's mine, irrespective of Brisbane. He nearly, oh, fuck, if he gets a game this year. He will, surely. He was an emergency, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in an emergency against Carlton. We almost need, he'll play if the Bombers plummet and Wusher gets sacked before the end of the year. And then you'll get a David Teague-style fresh approach, and they'll be like, I'm going to play Mosquito at full forward. Play him on the wing. Oh, play him in the ruck. Anyway. <laughs> Just, I feel he, like he gets killed by Brody Grundy literally and we, never plays again. We He got a sniff of being selected, but that was against bottom of the ladder and we had five of our best players out. Actually, so. yeah, it's a good point. He's a little way off probably. Just needs to carve up for uh what's your what's your affiliate? Are you still Bendigo? Yep. Yeah. Um it's 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 Grand Myers last year. Played every game in the reserves, didn't get a game up yep. until seniors. He had a great game on Friday night. Had a very good game. Three goals. Yep. All looked the same, just a chaos snap around his body. Who's his dad? What did his dad do? <laughs> did you watch this interview with BT Roman Bryan? I, I remember hearing something his about his dad, dad. His dad claims he invented X blades on shoes, like you know the. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And um, BT thought it was a bit of a gag, yeah. like oh, it's a jo- family joke. And then asked Grind's dad. Now Grind wasn't there. Grind's already gone off. So he's asked the old man, and I think again. Got a little bit more than he bargained of, where he basically Grind was like, Grind's dad was like, yeah, got fucked over in the boardroom, like got got pushed out of it in the boardroom and didn't make any money from it, went bankrupt. Oh, um, BT was not expecting that. Best part though was BT goes in and as a joke because they'd been joking about it with Grind before. Goes, oh, he you invented exploits? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. He didn't patent it. And Grind's dad goes, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> He really struggled to find Geelong players that talk to him. Yeah, they just disappeared. They disappeared. Uh, probably Tim, deliberately. Uh, Tim Kelly hid from him. And then when he came, he went around the back and then he came back around on the side and Kelly was back. And he's like, you thought I'd gone, didn't you? And Kelly was like, yep. My favourite <laughs> moment is still him being like, oh, there's Joe Danaher in an early game. And Danaher just kicked the door closed. 
Oh, I'm so upset every time I remember these outfits. Trade him to Melbourne. No, fuck off, Pick Sean. three. Dusha, pick three. What could you do with that? Who cares? I want Joe Danaher back. Okay. You know, you know. if there's no Joe, though, you know who gets more games? Irving. Fuck, fuck. And Mitch Brown. Well, Mitch Brown, yeah. Mitch Brown finally becomes the powerhouse forward we always knew. <laughs> Imagine if Melbourne gave you pick three for Mitch Brown. Be I'd be it. heartbroken. Yeah, wouldn't be worth it. Would not be worth He'd it. He'd need at least pick one and pick three. <laughs> all pick ten th- first, all ten picks. And final email, and there's not a lot to go off in this one, but I guess it, it ends with a ridiculous statement. <laughs> so that's always a nice way to end the show. This one's from Yoav. Eddie, Eddie, how fucking good is Eddie? And Tex and Salone, I love footy. Adelaide to win the flag this year. <laughs> Tex and who? Sloan? <laughs> you called him Sloan. <laughs> it's Sloan Dion. <laughs> yeah, Sylvester, Sloan. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Yoav, <clears throat> what are you talking about, mate? But yes, Eddie's good. Wait, Tex is they no they're going to win the premiership? This year. He also mm. said Jenkins played well. It's a fucking miracle. That I can believe. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. believe. Yep. Um, and if you want to send us uh, dumb premiership predictions for your clubs that aren't inaccurate, be, yeah, yeah, they're not going to be playing. They're not going to win the premiership. Yo, I have one question for you, mate. How are you going to win a flag if you don't make finals? because oh. <laughs> the flag's going to be between these three teams here. Yep. Um, anyway, if you want to do that, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail dot com or contact us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at awkward trade. I'm at psychic of Dowie. And I'm at douche thirteen. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks, boys. Footy will be good until then. If Essendon lose while I'm away, I mightn't come back. I need to think of a team who I'm going to get behind during the bye week. Essendon, you dog. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> that Fuck was, you. That was a no-brainer. No, no, no. Reshaw. <laughs> Fourth Melbourne. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.